and welcome back to another episode of Energized Barry. It's Monday night. How are you doing? Roscoe, it is Monday night. Monday night's our favourite night of the week. It means yeah. we're recording our show. We love recording our show. We hope you love watching our show. Um, I think people were loving the content last week, weren't they? Yeah, we've. Uh, if you are new to the show, make sure to hit that subscribe. We have changed things up. Uh, we're now on Spotify, obviously on iTunes, SoundCloud, YouTube. And uh, we've also edited the videos as well. So we're giving you the long, hour-long show. And also we have chopped it up a bit. So we give you like the 20 minutes or the 15 minutes of the MMA or the rugby or the football or the crack. Yeah. There's a lot more like variation in there. Uh, we're discussing yeah. a few more current events as well. And then to go on top of all that, um, Barry's at chopping them up for us. So that actually really works out in our favor. Um, the rugby video did great last week. There was uh, plenty of feedback on that. And yeah. then like... Loads of people actually messaged us being like, finally, you're on Spotify. I was like, all right. I was like, I was like, Jesus, didn't realize like, yeah. we, we were like losing so much by not being on it. Yeah, yeah. You see, are you a big Spotify user? I just more listen to tunes on it. I don't really like go through the podcast section because I have the podcast app. So, yeah. like, so I'm like, right, podcast for podcast. Yeah. Tunes for Spotify. That's but the thing. Yeah. Maybe if you don't have a an iPhone, you don't have the podcast app. So therefore, maybe you're like, oh, Spotify has all. Yeah. See, that's the thing, if you use Android as well, and yeah. if you don't have Spotify, you can still listen to us on SoundCloud. True, but I feel yeah. like more people have Spotify and less people have SoundCloud, if that makes sense. Yeah, 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 I agree, I agree. Like, yeah. I'm sure, I think, Keith McKeon was like, lads, get on Spotify. Yeah. Now we're on Spotify. <laughs> you look at your noise and relax now. Uh, yeah, no, the thing about Spotify is as well, I usually only listen to music on it, or else, like, uh, I like watching the videos on YouTube. If you like listening to music, get Musical.ly, man. Get Musical.ly. Is that, is that where people like sing themselves along no, the tune? Is that not TikTok? No. TikTok has like the dance one. I thought I thought TikTok was like for like Fortnite dances. Oh man. Do you think we should get on TikTok as well? But like I don't want to be sitting here with you doing the can can. Uh, here, we actually just give me like a brief description of TikTok because I feel like you know a lot more about it. No, isn't I know it's like the hottest app right now for like yeah. kids. Yeah. I actually saw some girl, she was on uh, Gary V's show. She had like sixty over sixteen million followers on TikTok and she's only fifteen. And like they just make videos and yeah they like it's a dance and priority is it? it's more or is like, that how people get famous I think you do like skits or you can do a dance with a mu- with a music playing in the background and you can mime it would Al Foran be like oh TikTok's brilliant I'm not actually too sure I saw Al Foran actually post on YouTube for the first time in ages yeah. posting about Conor McGregor doing his Conor McGregor impression he is still by the way the best imp- impressionist of Conor McGregor I've ever seen yeah but he, he's the best with a good few people he has like seven or eight people who he's just like incredible at yeah but like Conor McGregor just really yeah. shot him to start him. Yeah, oh, absolutely. You know what I mean? He's uh, he's he's one famous fella. Yeah. But like, do you think we should go get on TikTok? Uh, like, uh, like you know what I mean? I feel like we start doing stupid videos like that. It's gonna like make us come across as bigger ticks than we already are. Terms of, uh, I actually don't know enough about the app, which is pretty bad. But like, probably shows our age that maybe that's not the platform for us. Yeah. Like you're uh, sure, sure you still won't get on Tinder, like. <laughs> um, just so you know guys we are going to get into the fighting uh, in just a little bit so yeah. uh, bear with us uh, otherwise you can probably like skip forward 20 minutes and you'll probably get to the fighting point but yeah true yeah, yeah, yeah. If, if you're sick of us already but don't worry we will discuss you UFC 246 McGregor versus Cerrone yeah yeah obviously it's just uh, the last while we were doing our shows and we were like right we want to do long format as well and then also give you the possibility of the short term format as well but uh, Ross this week we were we were just literally discussing it and then uh, I checked it out today because it was back 
and then I walked into your mum there and she was watching it. Love Island is back. Now I know if people aren't aware of Love Island, can you explain what Love Island is? Love Island is where I'm going to say they take six lads who are very good looking with nice tan, pearly white teeth and six packs. So basically like people like me and Barry. Yeah, exactly and us. They take like six girls who are really good looking with nice teeth and good bods yeah. and they put them into a villa tell them they have to walk around half naked and then make them get with each other. Yeah. Is that yeah. about it? Yeah, and then as time goes on, more people come into the house and you have to match up with someone else. It's uh, it, like, it was the most watched show on television last year. And probably the year before as well. And probably the year before. But this year, after bringing it out in wintertime, usually it's on every summer. So people who can't afford summer holidays get to watch people on holidays. It's actually... And it's out every day. So it's actually... That's what keeps people hooked. Cause Is they, it going to be colder? No, because they're over in South Africa. But I just saw it came out and I was like, right, because we're now doing a relevancy show, what's been going on the last few weeks, uh, the last week, mm. uh, I thought we discussed it. Are you going to watch this season? I made sure to watch the first episode just to see what type of people are in it. They always sort of get the same sort of, they've gone more gimmicky with the people. As in like, usually, like before they get like really, really good looking people with le- like with not much banter. But now okay. they're sort of like, they've like made them not as amazing looking, but with more banter. They're, they're, look, they're looking for the, the double of being hot and crack so it's like you so oh, okay. <laughs> so you they're looking for you but uh yeah no i was just checking it out um i tell you like straight away they like everyone matched up and then uh they set twins in yeah i saw the set twins in yeah twin girls I saw lewis capaldi's ex-girlfriend is in there yeah and she's like that famous song's about me and <laughs> I, I think he, i think she was like two lines into the show or something someone told me and she said I'm Lewis Capaldi's ex-girlfriend yeah, yeah. and then your man Connor was getting fairly slated with the teeth I think people were saying he looks like Mr. Potato Head I don't know why they said that I was like those teeth look good yeah I was like he looks fairly fresh to me yeah 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 yeah. I, think so I, thought, honestly, like, I thought maybe he was like too well put together and people were like too well put together yeah you had to pick out some negative on the person yeah. but uh, yeah I mean who knows I, I, I think what people really liked about Love On was what, they were always going back to the house and stuff. But uh, it's going to be interesting to see the past people that have been on it are going to become less um, like less and less relevant and people are going to care about them less. And It's like I, once the next season's on, it's like, who? Exactly, yeah. Like I saw Yuande. Yolande? Yuande, yeah. Yuande. Yeah. She was on like Dancing with the Stars of Ireland and I was like... Oh, was she, yeah? I was like, hmm, interesting. A key thing is though, Laura Whitmore, Laura Whitmore is now presenting it as well. Ireland's yeah, own. Ireland's own. Uh, although, I don't think there's any Irish people in the house, is there? No, not that I know of yet, no. So, I always think you always need a token Irish person. You do? I think you do. How many people have been there? Like, your one Maura? Yeah, and uh, Greg. Greg, yeah, Jesus, yeah. One, man. Uh, oh, no, but the thing is, he's only on it for two weeks, you almost forget. So, like, yeah, Laura, Greg, Yuande. So, there was actually three people from Ireland that year. And then Rob Lipset was on it as well. I, I think you... Is there one Amber now with, like, another contestant from the last show? I think she goes out with your man Joe. Is your man Joe oh, with curly hair? Actually, no. do, you know do you know how I've actually heard that? Because on Snapchat, they, they give you like subscription stories and they keep coming up. And that came up and I was like, why is that even coming up as recommended? That's actually mad. Yeah. Like obviously someone like said that to me. I was like, Amber's yeah. there with Joe. And I was like, yeah. which one's Joe? And I was like, oh, the one who got bird nicked and then pretended like it was yeah. Grant. It was his idea. Yeah. All them gossip magazines just rely on like... Greg going out with Amber or Ovi going out with mm. your Anna or something like it's just it needs that traction it's crazy because like no one gets a shite once they leave the gap 
Yeah, but you have you, once you leave the gaff, you have to almost do like a few like TV shows, like say relevant, but like yeah. you almost need to like. I always think you're one like Scarlett Moffat did like a decent job of like actually getting herself somewhere. If you know what I mean, well, I think she's gone off the boil again. Yeah. Uh, but you sort of need to do a few shows to be like, oh, you know what? People always see her, so we'll get yeah, them yeah. on. You know what I mean? Someone like Joey Essex or something. You still? Yeah, relevant. I think. What was your one who died? It was on Big Brother. Jade. I think like oh, she, yeah, yeah, she, I think yeah. she actually like made that be a job, if you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. Watch that one, mate. Just be like on all the shows. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, well, but like I think she was like, your one Jade who was on Big Brother years ago. She was like the first person to really take advantage of being a, a celebrity for not being... That's what I mean. She yeah, was the first yeah. like talentless celebrity. Yeah. yeah, she made that a career. Yeah. <laughs> like that was never a career before, but no. like that was a career after, yeah. Um, I'm mad to think. Come here, actually. I saw you yeah. went to the cinema the other night, no? Yeah, I did go to the cinema. Saw, the other night, yeah, nineteen seventeen. Yeah, it was well, see, I, I, you see, I love like uh, war film stuff, like for instance, like Save Private Ryan and stuff like that. And I was like, oh, it looks class, it looks class. And then, funny enough, like Ninja put a like follow Ninja on Instagram, and he put <laughs> oh bollocks, spilling the tea everywhere, spilling the tea actually. On Spill the tea, spilling the tea on nineteen seventeen. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I saw Ninja. I was like, this is class. It's gonna be class. And I was like, oh class like you know I mean because I never go to the cinema and when I do it has to be something good and then uh yeah I went I like I've had like an ear infection for the last week and I'm still deaf in his ear so I like I, the whole time I had to turn this way listening towards the screen but uh yeah it was pretty good if you check it out it is pretty good they they basically like follow the start the the main people like as if the camera follows them the whole way through in the space of one day you know what and, I mean? and what was it a war it was a war film yeah yeah what they, war was it uh the one in 1917 no yeah, but what war was that? Well, actually, uh, I don't know. Thanks for putting me on the spot there. Was it like a world war? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah Grant, no, because like when I first saw, I actually thought it was like the year after the 1916 rising, and I thought it was an Irish film. And I was like, Yeah, I got you, I got you, I got you. That's what that's what I actually thought it was. And I was like, Oh, that actually looks like quite interesting. I wouldn't mind yeah. going to see that. Yeah. And now it's like a world war film. I'm actually less interested to go. Oh yeah, yeah. I don't know. I just thought it was cool. But uh, another great film actually to check out is Dunkirk. Um, I think I've told the story before, but I'll say what, the Harry Styles movie. Yeah, Harry Styles is in the film. Your man from One Direction. If you didn't know that, he's only in for one scene or something. Isn't he? No, no, he's a. Oh, he's the whole film. No, he's not the whole film. He's like half an hour. No, he, well, he's he's in it. He's in part of a platoon or something. I think sort of. But uh, so five minutes. So <laughs> no, he's in it. he's actually he plays a part in it anyway. But um, but the funny thing put, is, put it this way. Let me ask a question. If if he wasn't Harry Styles and he was other random actor, does he have a part in the film? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Not like a leading role, yeah. but like yeah. no. one of the sporting <laughs> cast. But uh, the funny thing is that year Dunkirk came out, that film. There was another film called Dunkirk that came out that year. And like I downloaded it and I was watching the other Dunkirk. And I was like, hold on, they haven't even like hit the water in the trailer. There's like boats smashing into water and like Harry Styles being like, no. And I was like, this, oh. I was like an, an hour into it and it was like an hour and a half long and none of that shit had even happened. I was like, what's even going on here? And then I saw it was the wrong Dunkirk film and I was like, oh my God. You were probably watching like a Dunkirk documentary. No, I was watching like some shitty Dunkirk low budget, budget piece of shit. Like, and I was like, <laughs> what the fuck? Like, I thought Harry Styles would be a better film than this. But uh, I was wrong. So, But the real Dunkirk film is pretty good. Um, <laughs> I actually saw Jumanji. I think th- three, is that what you call it? Recently? But I suppose well, it was like, went to it. I th- uh, yeah, but like it's like Jumanji the original one, and then the remake. Well, it's not even a remake. It's like a reboot Jumanji. But this is like the reboot Jumanji Part Two. Uh, it's actually got a really good like cast, and it's got Kevin Hart, The Rock, and Jack Black. Jack Black, yeah. So I actually thought it was like Jumanji the next level. The next level, yeah. 
it, it was actually quite good to be honest. I, I was watching. I actually I'd seen the other one. I, I think once you put the Rock, Kevin Hart, and Jack Black in a film, like you're gonna have a laugh at some stage, really. Um, one thing I must say: Have you watched Kevin Hart's new Netflix stuff? I was literally gonna lead into that because I, I was just thinking, like, what have you seen? It was like, what, when was that? And then I just thought to myself, when's the last time I went to him? I was like, oh yeah, I saw Jumanji. Yeah, you're a big, you're like, a big fan of the film, aren't you? Well, yeah, I, I like a good film. Um, yeah. Obviously, you get to go less now that I have Theo because you're asking yeah. him to mind him to go to cinema. And then, like, when you're asking him to mind him, you're like, ah, rather if it was, like, for an event or to go yeah, out or something, you yeah, know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Oh, yeah so the thing, is, less, the thing is about the cinema, I, I, I like how it's, you're sort of enclosed and you're, like, right, just fixated on the one screen, you know? Because, like, if, uh, like, if, say, if you're here watching a movie and then other people are, like, can't help but look at the phone and then you're, like, it's like, is she texting someone else? <laughs> in fairness, I, I do think it's a weird premise, though, isn't it? It's like yeah, it's very you, old school. Yeah, but you, like, as in like, you go into a room with up to a hundred, two hundred strangers. You sit there in the dark yeah. and all just watch one screen. Yeah, like, and you have to say it out loud. It's weird. Yeah, but yeah, and you have to trust they don't like start wrecking your head. Do you know what the funny yeah. thing is? During the movie, there like someone like legged it out, and then some massive thing happened, and then they came back and they didn't know. And I was I was bursting out the toilet, and I was like, oh fuck, I better not leave. Like when something massive was about to happen, so like I literally sprinted out, didn't miss it, and, and then like the lads were like, you have to miss the biggest part of the movie. I was like, no, it fucking did you, Lars? <laughs> <laughs> In fairness, you, wait, that actually is like a real thing when you go and cinema, isn't it? You have yeah. to try and like. Make sure you don't miss the biggest parts of the movie. Yeah, was it? Uh, the, the, what's the movie like? The King and the Stone or something? Or Art Sword and Stone. Make the sure you just, you're not you're not in the jacks when he pulls the sword out. Of the stone. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was actually a brutal film. Yeah, um, that's old school. There's new. There was a remake there like a year or two ago. Yeah, it was well, terrible. Here, you were talking about Kevin Hart's latest documentary on Netflix. Make sure to check it out. Yeah, what? yeah. So I'm actually trying to think what what he actually called. Uh, I actually can't remember off the top of my head because every time I think of the, it's like. Don't fuck this up or something like that, but I can't. I just can't stop thinking of uh, "Don't fuck with cats" or whatever that's called. Yeah, uh, it's actually a brilliant documentary. It really Kevin sort of, Hart. Don't fuck this up. Yeah, don't fuck this up. Uh, a lot of curse in this episode. Apologize if you're under the age of forty. He really gives like such an insight into his life. Um, yep. He shows some fascinating facets. Uh, for example, his dad growing up he lived with his mom and his mom was quite strict and she always wanted better for him she didn't really want him to do a stand-up uh i think she was happy enough to do acting but he he went to live with his dad at one stage and his dad he was like who are all these people and his dad's like yeah, yeah. that's your cousin over there and that's your cousin they were really his brothers apparently his dad just had kids with everyone he was uh, a man about town he was mad for the riding uh <laughs> and then very mr hart and then he was he was an alcoholic. I think was he into heroin and stuff as well. Yeah, he got it. Is that it. what they call speed over there? I'm not too sure. I think he was definitely into loads of drugs. Anyway, I think he was taking a bit of everything. Yeah. And Kevin Hart obviously like separated from because he was like, here, look, I'm not going to be successful with like in this uh, sort of circumstances. Yeah. And obviously, you know yourself, Kevin Hart. He eventually makes it. And does he? Just seeing him like with his dad now is incredible. That. Like, cause that was like, I need this breathing apparatus. It costs seven thousand dollars, and he's like, "That I don't. You don't need to tell me what you need. Just like tell me how, how much money you need, and I'll give it to him." He's like, he's like, "I need seven thousand dollars." He was like, "I'll give you twenty, and then like, you won't be asking me next week for more money." Yeah. Well, hopefully not. Heroin's expensive these days. <laughs> uh, and then just just other things like how hard he works. He's up at five o'clock in the morning with his trainer. Yeah. 
Um, sponsored Nike athlete. Sponsored Nike athlete. The only comedian ever to be sponsored athlete by Nike. Absolutely. Just phenomenal work ethic. Really gets things done. One thing that I, I watched yeah. and I was like, I definitely wouldn't listen to that. You know, he's doing like that podcast or radio show. I dream with like six people. Yeah. They were all like talking over each other and just like yapping away. And I was like, how does that work? Yeah, yeah. Did you see that? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Did you see, think the same thing when they were doing it? Well, like those lads were the guys that also go on tour with them as well. Oh, I know that, but I think not like, I think you'd agree. If we had six people in here yeah, for every yeah, episode, yeah. it'd be like absolute shout yeah. city. I, I think, do you know what? That could almost be like launching. And he's like, right, get this in the documentary so people will check it out. Potentially, so you know, I, I've no idea how long this. Yeah, I've never heard of it before. I don't. I don't know how much more we should go into it without doing more spoiler alerts or anything like that. No, no, um, I think that's pretty fine. Um, what did you like about his work ethic, uh, Ross? Like, obviously, before you move on, just like he gets up so early, he gets his workout done. He's like constantly on the go. I like the way he keeps his circle so tight, and even shows sometimes when you do keep your circle tight. I don't know, like. I suppose it's not really a sporter because oh. people know uh, like Kevin Hart was caught having an affair on his wife and like someone in his inner circle like leaked that it was somebody he was hanging around with for 15 years yeah. and obviously sold him out for a couple of million but like, yeah. like it just shows that like you have to be very careful to who you keep in your inner circle yeah. and especially when you, you sort of take these people out of like the quote unquote hood you know what I mean yeah. they still have that like hood mentality in them and it makes it very hard for them to lose that hub mentality. And they might they don't see as, if I hang around with Kevin now for the rest of my life, I'll probably make $5 million hanging around yeah. with Kevin for the rest of my life. But they're like, I can make 400 grand right now if I sell him out. Yeah. And that that's just what happens. He, he actually did the right thing. He admitted to his wife what happened. Uh, I think this is the second time he's been caught, isn't it? Um, no, no, no. Not no. with this one. Okay, well, anyway, he admitted to his wife he was caught, and then basically he went to the cops, and like they sort of figured out he was being black. She was pregnant as well. She was. She was heavily pregnant as well. Yeah, I remember that happened. Dev Letterman, and he was like being blackmailed, and it was like for two million dollars, and he was like, he went to the police, and he actually like admitted it on his show, live on the show, what he did. Yeah, and everyone actually just thought it was a bit. Yeah. If you know what I mean, so he yeah. actually admitted all of it, and people started laughing. He's like, "This isn't really funny," and he just continued. And everyone just kept laughing. And that was yeah. it. Yeah, I think in America, people are very forgiven of like their superstars. Yeah, the, uh, I think in America that the more like they're like, "I like you," and that's it. Yeah, you know what I mean. Whereas in Ireland, it's sort of like they'll hype you up a bit. Once you get to the top, it's like, "No, no, no, that's it. You're down." Although sometimes we do stand uh, behind some of our people. Like, when Liam Neeson, like, uh, had his bit of controversy, I think everyone was like, I didn't mean it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, but I think Conor McGregor, who we'll talk about m- much more depth later, when he got to the top, then he had his f- sort of controversies. Everyone was like, oh, no, fuck him. He's only a knacker. You know what I mean? Yeah. But also, uh, but also, as time goes on, people forget about stuff. Like, you just mentioned that Liam Neeson thing, and I, yeah. I, like, I was like, geez, I actually forgot. Like, even Arnie, like Arnold Schwarzenegger, if you've <laughs> ever heard of him. Uh, <laughs> the worst cover-up of all time is like that kid who looks like me when I was seventeen. Definitely yeah. not mine. Yeah, like he did. Like he, che- like was cheating on his wife with the cleaner, and then the cleaner got pregnant, who lived in the same house as him. And then like it's just your man was always the first word the kid ever said was "I'll be back," and everyone's like, "Well," he's like, "Oh, that's not my kid." Have, have you ever seen someone look more like someone and then be like, "Not oh, yeah. mine"? Yeah, even the teeth. Yeah, and the cows like and everything like, and then like the biceps. 
Yeah, Arnie should be like, you know what? Great investment to have him as my son. He is my son. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but... Uh, he's going to take all the steroids. I think everyone just loves a good comeback story, you know? And also, like, if people, like, dislike you, like, just... They probably didn't like you in the first place either, you know? Yeah. Like, I'd be very leaning towards people, like, who I like, and if they sort of, like, wreck my head or something, I'd be like, all right, grand. But, like, if I always didn't like them, it's just easier to put more gravel on the grave, you know? <laughs> that's, a, that's a really nice phrase yeah, to yeah. use. Uh, yeah, but, like, I didn't mean... No, but it's true, like, that. you know, it's, it's true. It's like, here, look, there you are, like, yeah. dig yourself, keep on digging that hole. Yeah, yeah. Um, have you ever seen Tommy Tiernan's new show on RTE? I've seen it, yeah, yeah, I've seen but it. Do you understand the premise of it? Yeah. For those of you who don't understand the premise of yeah. it, Tommy Tiernan hosts show, and he has three guests on every show, but he has no idea who's coming on the show each week. And do you ever see that show, Miss Brown's Boys? Yeah. Do you like it? Uh, I'm not a big fan of it, but I can see why people like it. I actually personally don't like it at all. I yeah. actually like, would rather watch anything else, really, to be honest. Yeah. But I was watching him on the show. He came out with himself, Brendan O'Carroll. Yeah. And he said a few things that other, I've heard other people say, and you sort of listen to it and you go, makes so much sense. But he was, he was like, my happiest thing in life is when I get to do stand-up on stage as myself. He's, he's just said, it's the most vulnerable you are in your entire life. You stand up there and you have to tell your jokes. But it's the most raw version of yourself you can ever be. And yeah. he just sort of said, you spend so much of your life like telling people around you, like just say your supervisors and work that, ah, oh, you're doing a great job. And you're in the back of your mind you're going, you're actually clueless, but like, I have to tell you you're doing a good job because you're my supervisor. And he was like, you spend so much of your life appeasing everyone else that you should actually go, you know what? Fuck it. This is what I like to do. And then just stand over. Whether it's bleeding, eating cucumbers whole or whether it's playing Pokemon Go. You know what I mean? Too many people are like embarrassed but like, oh, this is my little sort of, what, they, what do they call that thing that you like to do in your downtime? There's like a thing for it, isn't it? Yeah. You're hidden... Secret something or welcome back to it. But oh, you know what I mean? Something not pet peeve, something like the your guilty pleasure. Le- guilty, guilty pleasure. pleasure. There, there we go. go. Guilty yeah. pleasure. Thank God you yeah. got that. Like, let us know what your guilty pleasure is. Yeah, far watching energy eyes. Yeah, but like it's <laughs> it's such an interesting show because he had like another woman come, come in who like she's like embalms people. It was like when you die, you drain the blood out of them and put like something else in them. And I was like, geez, that's cr- gas. Well, it wasn't gas, but she was like, I talked to the dead bodies, and she was really like chirpy and I was like I expect some like miserable fellow who were like this is back to the Tommy Tiernan yeah yeah, same oh, okay, show, okay, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. and then like he had like uh, an immigrant on after that who was like seeking asylum in Ireland and I was like fucking hell I was like that's incredible that he like has guest after guest and doesn't know who they are so like if you haven't seen Tommy Tiernan show you should definitely watch it yeah he's uh, actually playing live in the Abbey on Valentine's Day yeah uh, he, he's, that's up in hope he's it. actually wouldn't interest in character and then on top of that Sometimes he dresses like a spoken word poet. He was wearing like this like mustard suit with like a black collar neck and like a, a top a hat on top. And I was like, yeah. he looks like he's going to stand up and do a bit of poetry. Yeah. He is a bit of a cool dude. I would like to go see him live. He's, he's gone over like all through Europe now. Because I was trying to get tickets for the Abbey and then they, I suppose they just sold out. But now he's going to be going over Europe. And so like you're not really going to chase him. Yeah. You know? Although I'm like, I'm sure I'll come back and play Dublin yeah. League. So yeah. when he does, we'll go see him. Yeah. And uh, enjoy his night out. Yeah. Uh, Another thing myself and Ross wanted to talk about was uh, something that broke the internet. The lads from First Top, uh, if you're not aware of them, they're like Irish, would you say hip-hop or rap artists? 
I'd say rap. It's a bit of both, isn't it? Yeah. Well, more rap though. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, they were like, first of all, these lads, Ross actually introduced me to him years ago when um, we first went to watch Ian Gary fight out in the right venue and then yeah. Jay Council was fighting. And yeah. you're like, there's your man from the band. And I was like, what band? And then like, Irish bands are notor- notoriously known for either being like Westlife or Boyzone or Jedward or like... Yeah, these guys are changing the game. These they guys are changing. They just recently sold out the Tree Arena. Yeah, and yeah. like they walk from their gaff. Yeah, that was was that the coolest intro you've ever seen? Was it? Yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm just fascinated with these guys. It's more so, I think, to add into it, it's like to see where they go next yeah. is always like really, really interesting. And um, also, Casper Walsh, one half of the band, the other half of the band, Eskimo Supreme. Casper actually got married, uh, or not got married, got engaged there. What two days ago? Yeah. So absolutely fair play to him, and I don't know why. Just because the lads are always like having a bit of banter or whatever, I actually thought it was fake engagement, <laughs> but it wasn't. So yeah. actually, congrats, board. Yeah, um, Casper actually follows the show as well. Yeah, look, yeah. They're, they're both absolute legends. Yeah. When, uh, when when remember like we previously had King Cowley on the show, and like I saw one of his stories is when when first all they were sold, playing the Olympia. Yeah, they sold out the Olympia, and, and, uh, and I was like, Lou, what? They rocked the Olympia. Yeah. The place was popping. Yeah. The music scene in Ireland is going. It's it's changing the game really but these lads are like at the at the forefront of it especially for Ireland because they came out with a brand new song with Coolio as well which was unreal and like like I remember I met Casper and I was like I was like man where the fuck do you get them clothes like the way they even dressed they had like a, a like one of them like fishing hats well like even a fishing hat saying Quickie Martin and stuff and I was like where where do you lads even get this stuff like they're mad like they they have like a Gucci Gucci t-shirt on and bleeding. Yeah. a pride jacket yeah but <laughs> and their their gear is outrageous yeah. but it adds to the facade of the the group doesn't it yeah they have a really good dynamic it, it, you see i was like even thinking about our dynamic we're sort of like we're sort of, I, I see like we have a lot of similarly uh, similarities whereas like these lads almost are like playing the good and the bad guy or the way oh you know I mean? it's insane yeah. it's so funny because there's even like well not fake but fan instagram accounts that like yeah, uh, do like versatile memes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If, you know what I mean? And yeah. like sometimes you see them, and they're they're yeah. so funny. Yeah. I remember Casper was there the other night, and he was going on a mad one, like definitely not sober about uh, sausage rolls. And right. the memes were coming out the next day, uh, were absolutely Freud and he's sorry, they are so so funny. And we haven't even said why they broke the news. Yeah. Um, do you want to do it or do you want me to do? Well, like, yeah, no, no. Either way, John, for like. What they're doing is something that like a lot of people ha- like aren't really doing. They're really putting themselves out there, doing their thing, and standing they up. Don't give a bollocks. Yeah, but that's great to see people actually doing it and like doing it, being successful at it as well. Like all their videos, all their music videos have over a million views, and you know, what I mean, it's uh, like it's good to see more Irish people going out there and actually achieving something very well. But uh, you go on, you explain exactly. Yeah, that. they just have that unique ability to be able to. Be be well by them, but also make you laugh at the same time. Yeah. It, it's it's yeah. quite a unique, fascinating thing they did. Yeah, shout out to the lads. So this week, what they done was is they made the headlines. Uh, Eskimo Supreme, uh, his name's Alex. He was the main character in this video, and he went into Dal Aaron and had a video of a fake Leo Varadkar sucking him off, and then. He sort of bent him over the table yeah, yeah, and yeah. rolled him up the arse. Yeah. Now, well, this was a dummy. Yeah, it, was a, it wasn't the real Leo Varadkar. Are you sure? Leo Varadkar probably wishes it was him, but it wasn't <laughs> on this occasion. And then there was like two people like listening outside the door. I don't really know what that part was overly about, but it added to the funniness. Yeah, yeah. It was like a skit. 
Yeah, it was. It was yeah. very, very funny. Yeah. Uh, obviously got reported on Twitter and people got offended by it. And Instagram. And Instagram. Yeah. Uh, to be honest, I feel like people who get offended by uh, the lads are people who like don't really want to be my friends. Like it's all one big parody. It's a, it's yeah. a skit. Like why are you taking it so seriously? That's the thing. I think like first of all, they were they were doing this to get like for like shock factor. They wanted people. This is how you they like, grow. To go, what the fuck? Yeah, this is this is what they this was created for. If you create stuff that is like shocks shock stuff it's going to go more viral and then more people are going to come back and check out your stuff and therefore they're going to grow more and more and more yeah, like they're about to, to they're about to do a tour around europe with snoop dogg and stuff like these guys are going places in 2020 but like uh what happened was leo fracker had had said stuff about like uh commemorating the people that died, the black and tans all the, all that stuff uh and like it, it got serious backlash online there was actually celebrities giving out and around saying like how dare leo fracker do this loads of people are saying leo fracker is fucking us up the ass and um these yeah, lads people, took, people, took, they flipped the coin. They they showed themselves fucking Leo Varadkar up the ass. Yeah, I think basically what people are saying: if Leo Varadkar was at the T shock in nineteen sixteen, we'd be real boy Britain. Yeah, but the thing is, like these lads, these lads are only twenty one. They're coming out with these videos, like they're they're standing up for what they believe in. Like whether you like it or not, whether the video was to your taste or not, they now have a voice big enough that they can actually stand up and say stuff that this generation. Or their generation is thinking, cause yeah. like, like being tw- like myself and Ross now, we're nearly thirty, and we're like, we're we're like subconsciously semi worried about what's going to happen with the way with the the housing crisis, like the situation, li- living expenses in Ireland as it goes up and up and up. I I'd be really like I'd be way more afraid if I was like twenty one living in this country, not knowing which way it's going around. That's why I think the way their music comes out and they're like the catchphrases and slang, it lets those kids like escape from that those problems and just really like have a bit of crack because like harder times are coming whether you like or not and these guys have a platform basically saying look Leo Varadkar like I mean sort things out you know yeah I think the government in this country is absolutely disgraceful yeah. and like, like the corruption they have, a lot, they have a lot to answer for yeah, yeah. man the corruption is going to have to go is going to go is, uh, is definitely going to go down on the decline it can't keep going up like it's, no no there's there's too much like white collar crime yeah. in Ireland yeah. there's too many people like scamming yeah. the systems like yeah. John Delaney that fella down in Kerry who was getting 50,000 euro yeah. a year in expenses it's like yeah. you're already on 90 grand like you don't need another 50 grand expenses yeah. like you already have a company car like what else you yeah what need? else you need yeah you know what I mean like, give him a free bus token yeah, exactly. but I mean, like, shout out to the lads for actually like standing up and saying something. But like, I know it was extremely shock value, and I showed my parents that to be like, "What the fuck is that?" But I mean, like, they have a voice and they took advantage of it. And, and all, even if you check out their videos and all, they're absolutely brilliant. No, I think the biggest problem in this country is that like you can either vote Fianna Fáil or you can vote Fianna Gael. It's like, right, which of you two fellas looks like you'd be slightly less corrupt? Yeah, yeah. They're and just standing up for it. On that. They're just standing up for people. They're, they're, they're basically like a voice of the, the next wave of generation really you want uh, someone like Paddy, Paddy Yehoulin who's actually in charge of the country and like like gas shouldn't cost more than fucking 600 grand like the noise is gaff you know what I mean yeah only if we get get the if we get a bit of sun off like Africa or something if they share the sun you know yeah then it'll be a bit better then it will be a bit better but uh, lads keep doing your thing because your music's getting better and better and better and uh, the clothes are also getting better and yeah. if you need an MC for the wedding Ross will be here right MC Roscoe in the mix. Yeah. yeah. Rewind. If you enjoy the show, make sure to like, subscribe, and leave a comment as well. Because right now, we are going to move in to the biggest fight of the year UFC 246, live from the T Mobile Arena, 
return of the Mac. The notorious Conor McGregor comes back to fight Con- or Ke- Donald Cowboy Cerrone. I was going to say Cowboy Donald Cerrone, but, you know. Yeah! Yeah! First of all, right, there's something that really annoys me about this fight before I even start. The poster. The fact that they didn't, like, align the faces for the poster. Yeah. Like, I don't know why. It actually wrecks my head. Yeah, it doesn't yeah. even make sense. Yeah. They're like the symmetry. Yeah. It's just, like, not right. And it was so easy to do as well, isn't it? Yeah. If, they did it for the Diaz fight. Exactly, yeah. I don't get it. Maybe it's supposed to be like fit Cowboy's hat in and then like make McGregor look like more important because that's people aren't buying to see Cerrone fight really. Yeah. Uh, first of all, before we go into all the news, uh, this Wednesday, it, uh, 1 a.m. So January 15th. Technically Thursday is the press conference for people that are trying to find out. The weigh-ins are on Friday and obviously the fight's on Saturday. Uh, Ross, where do we start, right? This is one fight we've been waiting for the return of Conor McGregor since October 2018 when he lost to Khabib. So just over a year in the making. Conor's finally back. Um, we've been looking forward to this. We always know our biggest shows go down when Conor McGregor's actually on the card. So make sure to like, subscribe, and hit, hit a comment there as well. Let us know who you're backing this weekend. But Ross, we're after like watching the Embedded. We're after watching his interview with Eric Hawani. We're after watching his interview with MacLive. What Conor McGregor do you think is back? Judging from what I'm hearing, um, what I've seen from, I feel like it's genuinely the best trained Conor McGregor we're going to have in a while. I feel like he really, really means it when he says he's back. He's, you know, back in love with the fight game. He's training hard. He hasn't drank in three months. Um, He has, what's your man's name? Tony Robbins coming to his house to like talk about the fight. He's, gone back to his roots with his uh, criminal boxing coaches I feel like look if this Conor McGregor can't beat Cowboy Cerrone he's in a lot bigger trouble than we ever thought he was I know I know yeah this is sort of like we should I'm sort of like I, I, I like Conor McGregor has to win this fight he has to win this well if you go back to I think it was 2016 the last time he won his won a fight against Eddie Alvarez, um, since then he's gone on and he fought Floyd Mayweather in boxing. Uh, he lost that. Then he fought, fought Khabib and he lost against Khabib as well at UFC two twenty nine, and now it's UFC two forty six. So there's been a very long layoff since the last fight. Uh, he was saying himself that the week of the Khabib fight he was still drinking the whiskey. I think when he he did go into the Khabib fight. It's almost like his biggest goal in that fight was to launch proper twelve. Yeah, it seems like he was more important. It was more important to do proper twelve than it was to be Khabib. Uh, yeah. Now I feel like proper twelve is off doing its own thing. Uh, he has the Mac life. He has McGregor fast. He has August McGregor, and now he has uh, the UFC. He's actually got his fingers in so many pies. Yeah, but I think he realized himself that all those pies will automatically elevate if he actually keeps fighting. Yeah. Because think of how many people over in America are like, make sure you have your proper number 12 for the McGregor fight. You know what I mean? People are going to go out and buy four or five bottles of that stuff for the fight. Yeah. Uh, when they're hosting their parties, watching it at home. Yeah. Well, let's speak about, speak about that. Do you think this is going to be as big a Conor McGregor show as normal? Like, do you think this is going to break a million? Yeah, definitely. Conor yeah. McGregor, like, he's... Yeah, but you have to still realise the fans of the US have been clamouring for a McGregor fight. And yeah. he still has that pull. Yeah, but really there, ha- really there hasn't been. Yeah, but there hasn't been that much. You got 
There's been next to no buzz around Dublin about this fight. A lot less, but I think you'll see that soon gather on Thursday, Friday, Saturday. People be like, where are you watching the fight? Who's going to win? And and so on and so forth. Well, it... I t- I t- like I think like I think the will like all the pe- all the stations and stuff will obviously start posting stuff because they need the clicks. Mm. So they're gonna put Conor McGregor's name on nearly everything, you know. Yeah, but like, and they'd be foolish not to. If you say his name, you garner clicks. Yeah. You know what I mean, that's just the way the world, the internet works with Conor McGregor. Uh, I thought his interview with Ariel Hawani was absolutely brilliant. Uh, Ariel did a great job as yeah. always. Yeah. He asked the hard questions. He asked about you know allegations in the past about. Uh, well, I don't know whether in the past just yeah, and uh, he asked about him like illegitimately fathering a child, which he was proven he hadn't. Yeah. And you know what? It made me almost slide side slightly more with him and be like, you know what? He's like time will tell that like that wasn't was not me. So I think you have to sort of give him that opportunity. I think this country were quite bad at being like guilty until proven innocent, as opposed to innocent until proven guilty. Yeah. Well, like Conor McGregor is like one of the loudest has one of the loudest mouths in the country, like you know. So when you are are that guy who keeps going higher and higher and higher, people are waiting for you to lose once, and then that like people are, can't wait to chop the legs off you and let you collapse. Yeah, but also like the stories come out like just get more out- outrageous and egregious at times. It's like, yeah, he was in a room and he was doing coke with Ryan Tuberty and Eamon Dunphy, and then like Charles <laughs> pissed the bed. You know what I mean? It was just, like and Bertie Hearn drove them home. Yeah, it was like. The more outrageous you could do, get the yeah. story could be like that's what it was, and you had Daniel O'Donnell will sing karaoke. I mean, <laughs> it was yeah. just like the more outrageous story, the more people were like, he definitely did it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but look, at the end of the day, he's actually back doing what we love what he, he, that he's doing. He's back fighting. Yeah. He. Is like nothing we've ever seen before in the fight game. Not only his fight style is so unique, the way he comes in and out, the way he judges the distance, the way he carries himself into the into the octagon, the way even even you know when they're calling out the fighters' names, the way he like moves around, it's so unique, compelling. Um, I think the only person who's maybe even comparable to him is like a John Jones or an Adesanya. Like yeah. they have their sort of own walkout. They like are weirdly at most comfortable in the octagon. Yeah, it's a really interesting thing to see. See, you look at someone like Cerrone, and you can see it. Like he's in there, he's focused, but like there's this like essence of fear in him. If you know what I mean. And he's discussed himself before. He's afraid he's going to lose. He's afraid what yeah. way the fight's going to go. And even if you look at someone like Jorge Masvidal, you know what I mean. Like he always talks about like how scared he gets and. Yeah, like you obviously they obviously hide the fear well, but it's just one of those things that comes over you, and I suppose that's what sort of you have in life—a sort of flight or fright or fight uh, syndrome. And yeah. I think McGregor's is always fight, and obviously Cerrone is fight as well. But I've seen Donald Cerrone in fights where he's like, "Nah, thanks very much," and then yeah, you know, I don't like to say he gave up because I don't think he gave up, but he was like. Once the chips are down, he wasn't trying to pick them back up. Yeah. I think, uh, see, like, after watching the interviews, Connor, he seems like he's changed. I don't know what it is. Um, Like, I think that Tony Robbins thing could be a thing because uh, I definitely counted at least, like, four or five different times he referenced God or praying or 
is something uh, in the spirit above, anyway, uh, which he's not notoriously known for. Well, it's not as he, like, like you never be like, Conor McGregor always prays. Yeah, if you were like, Kay Taylor was praying, it'd be like, yeah. obviously. Yeah, but uh, I asked Ross, I go, Ross, why, why do you think he sort of has this different attitude? What do you think made him sort of change and really step up and stop sort of acting like a reckless child and become more of a mature CEO of a whiskey brand, clothing brand, everything. And what what was your answer? What do you think that? I think maybe it was the birth of his daughter. Uh, I think like having a son, uh, I know myself, like it humbles you, makes you sort of want more for your family and stuff like that. But like, he's going to grow up as a lad, if you know what I mean. But I think obviously having a daughter this time around, like he almost has to be like a respected figure as a male. That makes sense. Yeah. Not not that obviously you don't be a respectful figure when you have a son, but I think it was more so like you have to show your daughter how to treat people. I think it's sort of an old school mentality. Yeah. Also, if you're the CEO and stuff, like you can't be like going getting that reckless. Like we we let's let's agree, or you can disagree. Uh, he got too out of control just being on stage and doing all the stuff as like against. He, he knew himself. He was. It was too much going on like. He said it himself. He was on three day benders. Yeah. You know what I mean, looking at it now, you're like, oh, it's a bit much now. Like, I, I don't, I don't see it being the same previous McG- Conor McGregor's as it is in this. this no, fight. I don't think so. I, I think, I think, I think, I think I, he's I got the head like screwed on. He's yeah. going to do this season. I don't know. I don't know whether just watching the interview. I feel like he's going to try and do this in May season, as he calls it, and then maybe try and do a box match against Mayweather or something like that, and then go back and do it in May again. Yeah, he looks. He just looks. He looks sharp. He looks focused. He looks driven. Yeah, all like, of the above. That, yeah. Like I was sort of looking, which for I haven't seen in ages. No, I was sort of looking for a chink in the armor, and I didn't really see one. Yeah, because um, obviously it's been well documented before that he hadn't talked to John Cavan in a few months. Obviously, John didn't want to be be around this situation. Connor had previously in camps like orcs like picked everything because he said he's the highest IQ in the fight game so he picked everything he did for training and I think a lot of people were afraid to say here no you should do this or that because when you're getting uh, paid good money and you're mm. living the life of, life of luxury do you really want to stop that you yeah. know but uh, now he looks like like John looks pretty happy he said this has been a, like a perfect fight camp yeah um, what do you think of that do you think like John would say if it wasn't a perfect fight camp as um, well I saw a few people said they were concerned that like they were letting the fighter pick all their training schedules and obviously the fighter's going to pick their preferred training regiment and saying that like he doesn't not going to retake instructions from other people that it was going to be a McGregor orientated camp but look Conor McGregor is like known for predicting things and known for like having a different view to the fight game. He he knows the way a fighter moves. Um, like, look at the way he beat Jose Aldo. He's like, I know he's going to lunge in with, with his right hand, then I'm going to come back and hit him with the left. And that's what happened. So, he obviously, like, can see these, like, absolute minute differences in fighters, the way yeah. they stand before they throw a punch and a kick. And it's, you know, you know what, what he says, you know, time and beat speed. You know what I mean? And, yeah. He's got the most perfect timing I've ever seen out of someone in a fight game. Yeah, definitely. Um, Israel Adesanya's coach was saying that anytime he thinks Israel's stepping out of line, he then sends in a few monsters to uh, humble him again. I think Conor McGregor's only one of the only very minute amount of uh, MMA athletes that are in charge, basically, of their own situation. 
I suppose that that is that's true right? to a certain oh, cer- certain facet, but like I'm pretty yeah. sure Floyd Mayweather is like in charge of his camp, really. Um, I'm trying to think. See, there's not that many individual sports that are so you yeah. know single-mindedly driven. Yeah, I know. Um, I'm sure Muhammad Ali had it that way as well. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure Tiger Woods was in charge of his golf game. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's a very interesting sport in one way, but. Look, I don't know, maybe John Cavanaugh's sort of saying that because if McGregor loses, he's like, oh, look, Conor was running his own camp. Yeah. Maybe so it, it, you're damned if you do, and you're damned if you don't. If it doesn't work, you're like, oh, that's why it didn't work. Yeah. But uh, he's, he sounds... He, he just looks like a new man. I was actually sort of shocked to see how... Uh, yeah, the beard looked big and the hair looked long. Yeah. The, he just he just looked like he wasn't bullshitting. But, uh, Ross, this Saturday... It goes down. You see, two thirty, two forty six. We've been like really looking forward to the return. Just almost to see what type of Connor is going to be. Mm. Um, he hasn't been doing much press. I'm sure more stuff is going to happen this week. Obviously, as you said, the press conference is going to go down on Wednesday. Ter- uh, Friday are going to be the weigh-ins and then live weigh-ins, mm. and then uh, Connor versus Cowboy goes down. Mm. Uh, Connor obviously has lost his last two fights uh, against Floyd Mayweather and Khabib, and uh, Cerrone's coming in on a two-fight losing streak as well after previously going three fights in a row winning. Um, what way do you see this going down, Ross? To be honest, I, I I think the first thing you have to look at uh, is is that one seventy. Conor McGregor said, I think he's saying he's walking around at one sixty something. Yeah. Uh, I think Cerrone probably at heaviest probably gets up to about one eighty. Looking at him, uh, GSP sort of said he walked around at one hundred ninety pounds. And if you look at Cerrone, I don't think he's going to ever weigh more than GSP. Yeah. Uh, he's quite lean. It it goes one of two ways. Look, if Cerrone wants to really implement his wrestling, he can get a, a strong double leg in on McGregor. Yeah, Connor. You know Connor actually said, on the ground. Did you see Connor post? He goes, first one to shoot is a cow bitch." <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think if it's going to be a stand-up fight, I think McGregor will finish him in the first round, just because Cowboy is so notoriously known for slow starting to a yeah. fight, and he sort of picks up uh, as as the fight goes on, and. You can't really be a slow uh, starter against McGregor because McGregor is such a fast starter. He will gauge that range so fast. Um, I've seen Cowboy get knocked out, and I think if McGregor lands that stiff left on him, that's all she wrote. The only sort of, you know, questionable factor is that stiff left hasn't knocked anyone out at 170. Yeah, and he recently broke his hand as well. He's coming off a handbrake. Yeah, was it his left one he broke? I think so, wasn't it? I actually can't really remember. Actually, I think it, I think I've seen him in the picture, and it was he was calf casting left hand. Yeah, that's probably not a good sign if that's broken once, because I think they start to break more frequently as a fire once they break once. Yeah. What's your take? Like as we know, we've seen Cowboy. If he goes in and he's sort of getting bullied, he tends to like back down. You know. Yeah, he doesn't. He doesn't like. He likes to lead the dance. Yeah, like Cerrone tends to do well when. His his dance partner is nice to them, like sort yeah. of like five and before they fight each round and stuff like that. Whereas yeah. like if Connor sort of brushes him off, he'll be like, oh shit. Yeah, you like know? he or the A sort of took the fight to him. He didn't like that. Yeah, yeah took the fight to him. Didn't like that. Darren Till. Uh, Darren Till took the fight to him. Didn't like that. Yeah. He got away with sort of Mike Perry because Perry like is not as skilled as him on the mat. Um, but if you have a look at McGregor, I feel like McGregor will bring it to him. Yeah. So look at uh, Gagey. Gagey made a slugfest and then and then beat him. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, Cerrone's also 37 and Connor is 31. But like, 
Connor hasn't got that many miles on him, mm. whereas uh, Cowboy really, really has. Like it, you'd like to see if take away six years from Cowboy and see what Cowboy you get. But I think uh, like like it only makes sense for Connor to win. I think it's really, really important for not only his career but Irish MMA in general for Connor to win to, and to really put his name back into better people, like to put his name back in better lights rather than in the, the bad situations. Like if Conor yeah. McGregor gets a few wins and people can get back on the Conor McGregor fan train, like a loss will really set him back and like no one really wants to queue up to watch Conor McGregor maybe take on like a, like a, a, a someone who's more of a journeyman than Donald Cowboy Cerrone as well, you know? One thing I will say is I think more respect needs to be put on Donald Cowboy's throwing his name. Uh, he has the most wins in UFC history. He has the most finishes in UFC history. I'm pretty sure he has the most uh, bonuses in UFC history as well. Um, yeah. He is an absolutely incredible fighter. He's got some unbelievable wins uh, on his record. And look, Cerrone's the man, really. He, oh, yeah, he, he, is, he yeah. is like any man, anywhere. He's like... You book the fight, flight and I'll take the fight. That's Donald Cerrone right there. You yeah. know what I mean? And 99% of the time, I'll actually back Cowboy in a fight. Now, yeah. I might not pick him to win, but I'll be, I'll be like, I hope Cerrone wins. Yeah. I, 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 think, fairness, I know he's on his two-fight losing streak, but like that's Tony Ferguson yeah. and, and Justin Gaethje. It's not like he was fighting Tom from down the road yeah. and Mick from the pub. <laughs> yeah but uh yeah cowboy's gonna go in like uh, he must be extremely driven in this camp as well you know i mean this is a huge statement for him to really and the same bolster his Strong name he's gonna make like two million off this fight which is like great that like towards the tail end of his career he's gonna make such a big payday yeah conor mcgregor saying he's gonna make around 80 million off this fight as well for some reason i find it hard to believe he's gonna make 30 more million off this fight than the khabib fight i know but he says that's it is what it, it is. is it is what it is yeah yeah, that's so, his, that's, his, that's his number. So what are you picking, Ross? I think McGregor round one uh, knockout. I'm gonna go McGregor round two because like I don't really want to like we can't really agree with you. Give us a look at the rest of the card there. He was yeah. on myself. Holly Holm we're looking through Raquel the, Pennington. We were, looking, two. we were looking through the card and we were saying that like obviously it's so shocking. much, so much. Yeah, it's shocking. It's pretty bad. So much money's going to Connor that like they can't really get afford everyone. But uh, yeah, Holly Holm taking on Raquel Pennington for the second time. Uh, Holly like Holm previously won. Boy, decision, I think. Yeah. Uh, Olyanuk versus Murray Screen I like Olyanuk by decision uh, Gadea versus Grasso I like Gadea I think yeah uh, and Pettis versus Ferreira that's actually a nice fight to kick off the card isn't it yeah uh, you're a big fan of Ferreira he's very good uh, I think I think he can sort of like do an RDA on Pettis if if he's given the opportunity yeah also make sure you keep an eye out for Maisie Barber she takes on taking on Roxanne Monteferi uh, in the main event in the prelims and then Sadiq Yusuf is like an but, absolute uh, knockout machine yeah, as well give us one sec but she's going to get the mic after right and I'm telling you now she's going to call out Paige Van Sant on TV look she she her goal is to become the US, youngest UFC champion of all time and she's got two years to do it yeah. I think her only problem is the person who stands in her way is Valentina Shevchenko yeah. Macy Barber's also training with Ben Askren right now is he? She. Or she. Yeah, well, I don't think he's doing much training here. Show us the rest of that card there and just give me a quick, quick look at it. Oh, uh, Nazarat. How'd you say his name? Haskarat is fighting. He's like Kelvin Gastelum's doppelganger. He actually does look like him. <laughs> he is. What about the early prelims? Is there any, is there any dopes on that? Uh, no. Tim Elliott. Tim Elliott. That should be a decent fight. Brian Keller is all right. Yeah. There's the card. Oh, 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 I was actually just more so interested as in when am I going to start watching? Yeah, that's the thing. You know yeah, I mean? that's the thing. Yeah, but uh, you have to let us know who you think is going to win first. Uh, 
uh, Conor McGregor versus Donald Cowboys Roni because yeah. next week you have to make sure to tune in again. We're going to be going over everything. So also Jorge's Masvidal is going to be there at the event as well. So who knows? They could bring him out. Who knows, really? Like Conor yeah. said, he could take Just on Gage next. Yeah. Oh, one thing that he had said that was interesting, if he does win the fight early and there's not much to scratch on him, he'll happily fight in the next event or the one after that. Yeah. Which is great. Yeah. So uh, definitely make sure, if you're enjoying the MMA shows, yeah. make sure to like, subscribe, and definitely leave a comment as well. Uh, Ross wanted to finish off the show now just with a bit of football news. Uh, first of all, we'll start with American football because this Sunday, the Chiefs are taking on the Titans and then the 49ers are taking on the Packers. It's like the semi-finals of the football really, isn't it? For yeah. people who don't love American football. Yeah. I think myself uh, and Ross are going for the Chiefs and the Packers to take on each other in the Super Bowl. I don't, yeah, I think we both like Mahomes, don't we? Yeah. He's, he's our guy. Yeah, then Aaron Rodgers just beat... Um, Wilson? Lavar, no, no, no. Who's a real small? Oh, guy. Russell Wilson, Russell Wilson. Seahawks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> it should be an interesting one. It should be an interesting yeah. one. And then who would you go for the final? Ross, Chiefs uh, or the Packers? Oh no, I'm going for the Chiefs just because I'm like Mahomes is our guy. Mahomes is pretty cool, dude. Yeah, but uh, we're just in the world of football, Ross. What did you want to say? Well, first of all, breaking news: Pepe Reina has signed on loan for Aston Villa. Uh, I, I think people really need to start talking about can Liverpool go the entire season without being undefeated. Will yeah. they set a points record? And at the end of the day, I think we maybe should look at a one or two transfers. And like, where can other teams come on top? Give me two seconds. Have a look at this. And just to move back on to the football, Barry, before we yeah. finish up. <laughs> so, yeah. I think there's some one really, really important question to ask the football. Can Liverpool go the Premier League season unbeaten? I was actually thinking they definitely would, right? But you know what I think is actually going to happen? They'll probably get the Champions League final again. So in between that happening, they might have to rest more players and then they could play someone who might get relegated and then maybe lose, hit the post, hit the crossbar, miss a peno, and then actually lose that game, you know? I feel just watching them play recently, it doesn't <laughs> actually matter what eleven they put out. They yeah, just no. win. Like It doesn't matter know. whether they have Minimo and you know, Keita and then Origi up front. It's yeah. like... That doesn't matter. They'll win anyway. Or even Alana. He was yeah. brilliant there over the weekend. They're, it just seems like their players are so convinced they're going to win every time they step out on the pitch. I know. They have yeah. that touch of like invincibility, don't they? Yeah. Not only that, but like the other team, they're facing are like, oh, we're going to lose. Yeah. Watching them play against Spurs, well, that press was something else, wasn't it? Brilliant. Like, they're, like, they're as good defensively as they are attacking. Uh, Klopp just has been playing this like beautiful football, doesn't he? Yeah. I feel like they play for Klopp as if he's their dad and like each game is his dying wish that they win again. Yeah. He's just trying to make them proud at all times. And like they do such a good job like spreading the love of scoring the goals as well, isn't it? Like it's they like do, yeah. everyone gets to score a goal. No one's selfish. Yeah, there's not like Salah scored fifty goals this season, you know what I mean? And then like yeah. no one else has kicked the ball in the net. Yeah. In our fancy football league, by the way, I'm currently coming eighth. And then Ross, you are currently coming sixteenth. There's a there's like a close Jeez, battle serious, going on there. Drop off. I, I I completely forgot there was a Friday game this week and I went bollocks. Yeah, <laughs> I think I still have Harry Kane in my team. You know, oh, I had to make sure I took him out. I put I put on the energy story being like hashtag fancy football. Make sure to check it out. Yeah, well, I think it was like, the game's about to kick off before us all. Yeah, I was like bollocks. Sure, yeah, the top of the table actually is Ronald Leary winning with one thousand two hundred seventy five points and coming second is Lee Duffy just right behind him one thousand two hundred fifty four. Lee, like, sort it out, sort it out, sort it out. But, uh, yeah, this week, in the middle of all this MMA action, there is, uh, FA Cup is back. Uh, it's on Tuesday and Wednesday. Man U are taking on Wolves on Wednesday. And then this Sunday, 
one of the biggest games of the year. It's Liverpool at home to Manchester United. Massive, massive game. Um, massive game for loads look, of fans. United are the only team to actually take points off Liverpool this year. Yep. Uh, do you think they can beat them this time around? Like Rashford's looking on fire. I know. I know United just beat Norwich, but we also lost. We also got hockeyed in the League Cup against Man City. But yeah, like, and we lost convincingly to Arsenal as well. Before yeah. that, I think I think like before the Arsenal City game was like, oh, Solskjaer are so good against the top six, and then watching those games was like, or not. I hate being an absolute pessimistic person, but the way Man City made sure they absolutely hockeyed us because we beat them last time. Yeah, I think Liverpool are going to try and hockey us even more now because they're like they're the only team that took points off us. In my head, I'm just going to expect Liverpool to win, and then yeah. anything else will be a bonus. Yeah, yeah. It would be nice to break the unbeaten run, though, wouldn't it? Oh, it would be like the way United did it against Arsenal. Yeah. Here, come here. Give me, give me two seconds of your time here. I want to ask you a question about Solskjaer, right? All right. Solskjaer came out there to the press, and he was like, and he said, "It just shows goes to show that Man City respect us that they put out their full strength team in the cup." Is that one of the worst things you've ever heard him say? Yeah. And also he said, oh, Liverpool, people are going on about the team that beat, uh, the Liverpool team that beat Everton, saying it was a younger team. And our team's younger than their team on average as well. He just comes out with this pointless shit. I'm just sitting there going, you're actually just like made our club, which is like probably the biggest club in the world, and just go, and Man City even played their best players against yeah. us. And like, they actually didn't even play Aguero against us as well. Or Jesus. Yeah. I was uh, like, no out and out striker. I was like, yeah, he's just saying such amateur things for a professional manager. He really uh, is, isn't he? Yeah. I, like, I do hope he turns things around. Like, I, We won the second half. We won the second half. I think we. I think I actually mentioned that in the group being like, he's going to say something like, oh, he said that being yeah. sarcastic, and he actually said it, and I was like, oh, no, man. You'd yeah. never hear Alex Ferguson say something like that. But, um... Does he last the rest of the season, does he? Yeah, I think he will, yeah. Yeah, because both of them get what Bruno Fernandes. Liverpool's unbeaten streak or uh, Ole in the job? Tough question, no? Well, as of the end of this week, I feel like it's going to be Liverpool's unbeaten streak. Oh, no, it's frightening, isn't it? It is, yeah. But if Conor McGregor wins, that that, like, that helps the show more man, than Man United winning. Yeah. Um, they I, got a positive I, out of a negative I, I, there. I, I, think that, I think that's sort of all we have, really, isn't it? Yeah. Um, look, we love doing the show. Yeah. Um, we appreciate you guys watching it. Appreciate you giving lending us your ears. Yeah. Uh, if you do enjoy the show, do uh, give it a like. Give it a share on Instagram. We love when you do that. Yeah. Uh, subscribe. SoundCloud, YouTube, uh, Spotify. Spotify, which is our new big one. And then make sure you follow us on the gram. And Facebook. L Facebook. Twitter. Twitter. And Barry's new TikTok. Yeah. TikTok. Although we didn't actually have it just in case you no, have I know. To I, I, set, I set one up. But like, oh, just, yeah. It's just, you can see him dancing in his kitchen. Yeah. It's, a, it's actually you at Bellator Dublin, like, pretending to go in. Remember you were, like, doing the fake punch in the bag. Is that actually me? Yeah, yeah, is that actually TikTok you? Yeah. <laughs> That's actually God. I didn't know what else to post. Me. Yeah, I didn't That's even God. know what to post. Right, guys, uh, <laughs> thanks a million. And as always, stay, stay energized. energized.